Coast to Coast NBA podcast. Samuel Leach. Anna Yoshinaga. Dylan Woods. All right, welcome, welcome one, welcome all uh, to the next and uh, second installment of this season of Coast to Coast. Uh, sadly, I don't have Hannah with me this week, but I do have Dylan back from the dead. This is my first time seeing you in person in I think a year and a half now. Um, let's see, March 2020 to now is yes, over over 18 months ago. Wow, was the last time that I saw you in person. We dominated the uh, the the BU Fit Rec basketball courts one day and and to this day is our one and only time ripping up the the, uh the parks yeah well good thing we're on an intramural team together so we can tear it up this this semester as well yeah and uh we don't have hannah but we do have a special guest joining us uh yes miss uh britney spears (laughs) yeah in the form of a rather large book that dylan just pulled out of his backpack right when we got into the studio i think think it's more of an average size book i think it's like 270 so it's not war and peace style but or even Harry Potter uh, length, but it, it's 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 got some content, at least 200 pages. Yeah, so uh, we're going to see how much, because I don't know if you know about Britney Spears. She did play basketball in high school. Really? I did not know that. Yeah, so uh, she might have some thoughts on, you know, Ben Simmons or like, like who's going to win the, the coach of the year this year. Well, I'm more than happy. She's more than welcome to interject at any point. Yeah, and also good news for Britney Spears. Uh, her dad got banned from the conservatorship. I so. know. That's that's great news. All, all, all jokes aside, I am really happy for her. It's been a battle she's been fighting for a while, and it seems like she's finally getting free of that guy's just yeah. awful influence. Long overdue, about time. And, you know, I think I speak for everybody on the podcast when I say congratulations, Britney. So good job. And, you know, keep fighting. And, you know, you're only like 40 years old. So you got plenty of time to make up for lost time. Yeah, I actually have no idea how old Britney Spears is, but I'm, she's, I'm she's, happy her birthday is December second, nineteen eighty one. All right, okay. Um, moving on. You you weren't uh, here last uh, or two weeks ago when Hannah and I spent most of the podcast talking about the story that's really dominated uh, this off season, which is the uh, the Ben Simmons incident or just situation, I guess. Uh, so before uh, we bring up the uh, new Joel Embiid uh, interview that came out today. Um, what are your general thoughts on the thing? I know you're not a, you're a Celtics diehard, so you're probably not a big fan of them anyway. The only Celtics diehard, I think. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> thank you. Well, I want your I want your thoughts on the Ben Simmons thing. You didn't get a chance last. Yeah. Um, I honestly have not really like thought about it a ton. Uh, I don't blame Ben Simmons for wanting to get away from Joel Embiid if that is the case. Like if that's a big factor in him wanting to leave, uh, I can only imagine how stressful and frustrating it would be to play alongside you know talent wise is one thing obviously he's a great player but just in terms of spending time like I can only imagine having to travel the country for six seven months with Joel Embiid uh like like I I don't know the whole locker situation whether how close their lockers are whether maybe on the road in hotel rooms they have to share a room so uh if, if, if that kind of stuff is the case it would only increase my sympathy towards ben simmons uh just on a personal level with joel Embiid. um but yeah in terms of basketball reasons which is probably the probably the reason why you asked the question that is <laughs> objective as always Mr. um you know i think i think the sixers could 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 benefit from a fresh start and you know this is this is a topic that has like really been 
at the core of NBA circles for like what four or five years now, whether Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid are a good duo together. Pretty much since they started playing. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's been basically ever since like they drafted Ben Simmons. People have wondered whether like how how good they can be. Um, I think you have to think about have they surrounded those two with like the best possible team. And I, th- I think like obviously like Danny Green, Tobias Harris, Seth Curry is not like some super team, but uh, I don't know. They, 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 they did have the best record in the Eastern Conference last year and then lost in the second round. So, um, hmm. I think I'm, I feel like I'm just talking in circles, trying <laughs> to think of an opinion on Ben Simmons. But uh, yeah. Hey, well, if you don't have one at this point, you yeah. probably aren't going to have one. Yeah. Like, what do you think about it? I mean, I, I think the Sixers have made several missteps in forming the team in general. I think letting Jimmy Butler walk, uh, we'll get to that in a second, or um, just Tobias Harris. I'm not a massive fan of him, but I know why they got him. But I, I think a lot of this comes down to Ben and just the fact that he refused to develop and seems to have regressed offensively. He's become the most lethal perimeter defender probably in the game right now. But that doesn't matter if you're passing up open dunks and not shooting at all in the fourth quarter. That's just dead weight to your team. And I'm sorry, that doesn't fit for anyone. Uh, he wants to get away so that he can have a team built around his strengths, but he's not good enough to deserve that. And he needs to prove that he is a good enough player to have a team built around it. Because right now, I don't see him being any valuable player on a championship team. And that could change, but that's how I see it right now. Yeah, and the whole like like refusing to see teammates and taking taking like the James Harden route of uh, like like basically being a baby. Oh, he is being. A baby. Yes, and be- I know Rich Paul has a lot to do with this, but I'm sorry, you're not good enough to do this. And especially James Harden is one thing, but you're not good enough to do this. But just like 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 not not even thinking about how good of a player it is to sit out. It's just like I don't know, like like what does he really gain from from like not wanting to be around the team? And, and he's gonna lose millions of dollars if he keeps up with this. Yeah, like the money, the money thing is kind of weird because, like, obviously, like he's gonna he's gonna be fits like he's gonna be like 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 begging for quarters no, in, in Los no. Angeles. But, but still, like over ten million dollars loss is quite a pretty penny, no matter how much money you have. Yeah, I guess he's just trying to make a statement, like please trade me now, and he's hoping that this this form of extreme you know, childlike behavior is going to make them want to trade him more, which honestly, I think that'd work in the other direction, right? Yeah, I mean, with Daryl Morey, I, I don't know if it'll work. They they can just charge him as much as they want, and then once a good deal comes down the pipe, uh, depends on if the, the wizard situation or the trailblazer situation uh, degrades. Yeah. But I don't know if I see a trade that Daryl Morey would want to pull the trigger on. So, um, do you, like, okay, this, this is a joke question, but do you think Ben Simmons is now regretting getting vaccinated? Because if he didn't get vaccinated, then he'd have like a clear excuse to sit out the season and not play. Um, then the whole thing would just happen the next season. And I don't think anything would be resolved from that. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it was just a, just, just a passing thought going through my brain, which happens from time to time. But Well, speaking of passing thoughts, uh, Joel Embiid was asked about the situation today. And this is a partial quote. It's not the whole thing. The article is on the internet for those who want to read the whole thing. But I got to check it out. Um, he said this, our teams have always been built around his needs, referring to Ben Simmons. So it's just kind of surprising to see, even going back, and this is in reference to all of his actions, not wanting to be with the team, not coming to training camp, anything like that. 
So it's just kind of surprising to see. Even going back to the reason we signed Al, we got rid of Jimmy, which I still think was a mistake, just to make sure he needed the ball in his hands. Yeah, I will say, like, like as much as I want to not let Joel Embiid, it's obvious that, like, all the moves were catered around him not being able to shoot. And at least Embiid, like, Embiid can do, like, pretty much anything on the court, like, at least, like, at an average level. Yeah. Like, like, like what is his weakness? I think his, his number one weakness is, like, complaining too much about fouls and, like, selling out for, for contact a lot. But, like, he, I mean, he's obviously an awesome player. I mean, he's one of the most destructive two-way players in the game. His, his main weakness, in my opinion, <laughs> is the ability to be healthy enough to yeah, withstand true. that through a whole uh, season and playoffs. We haven't seen a full healthy season from him where he hasn't uh, degraded at some point. But even on, like, uh, I forget the exact injury, but I think he he messed up his, not ACL, but some something was like a fairly dangerous injury to play through. Like I think was it was still... his belly button. All right. <laughs> I think he had a torn, he is an Audi, so he, he uh... tore, he tore, like, the cartilage and, like, he was crying about it, but it was like a minor injury. Whatever the injury, he still played very well throughout the playoffs. And it's it's he has a point. I mean, Embiid is one of the 10 best players in the in the league by any metric, I would say. And all of the moves over the past two, three years have been made because Ben Simmons wants the ball more in his hands and they're trying to cater to Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons is acting like the team has been doing him wrong. Yeah, they tried to trade him because he isn't good enough. And that's on him. All of this stuff stems from the fact that he is not good enough and he has not developed offensively. And he's just, you can't play him in the fourth quarter. You can't, you can't blame the front office for uh, thinking logically about the fact that you can't play. So Yeah, so like, how do you think this is going to turn out? Because the only, like you mentioned, the Trailblazers and the Wizards, um, like there's no, there's no like there's a guarantee that like Lillard or Beal are going to no, be isn't. moved. Like it's, it's probably... Like more likely, like like ninety percent that both of them are going to stay with their teams at this yeah. point. It's so close to the season. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I and mean, then I saw the Warriors, but then the the Joe Lacob came out and said, "But you just said about not being able to close games and not like like not fitting their culture or whatever." I don't know if you saw that. I did. See that. Yeah, I, like I think you I think you see everything about about NBA stuff, or at least like anything that I've seen, you've definitely seen. And most of the stuff that you've seen, I've only like vaguely heard about or not seen at all. I'm but, active whatever. on Twitter and my Twitter is 90%. You get notifications and stuff? I do. Yeah, I, I had to cut out the notification business. Like I, I was looking at my phone way too much, but whatever. I respect the decision. Um, but yeah, I, I really don't know. It's it's yeah. hard to see. I mean, Minnesota, maybe? Cleveland? Sacramento? There's no real team that has an avenue to give them a package that they would want and that could actually help them. So, like, we could get a James Harden repeat kind of deal from last year at the beginning of the season where, well, Harden Harden had the whole, like, COVID stuff, too. Yeah, well, that, that stuff was ridiculous. But at least he played, and the the Rockets got – they have, they I have think a really good – path like, for Ben Simmons, setup. he has to get fat now. He has to get out of shape. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Come on the court. Like, like 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 copy Joel Embiid's diet from like 2019 or whatever. Like ask ask him some tips. But we're giving Ben Simmons too tips, much airtime. Some sirloin tips should do the should do the trick. We're giving Ben Simmons, Simmons too much airtime. I'm tired of this. Okay, we'll give we'll give these anti-vaxxers three minutes of airtime. I just want to say, <laughs> I think it's absolutely ridiculous. I think uh, the fact that you're getting uh, quote tweeted by Ted Cruz, who's saying that he stands with you, it should be a wake up call to 
excuse my language get the fucking vaccine <laughs> at this point you're literally just so ted cruz like doesn't have the vaccine either no he's been fully vaccinated for months okay. he just likes he just likes uh people to think that he isn't so that he can get more people to stand by the stuff he make uh, the stuff he says so talk about talk about like a two-faced like like conniving oh, he's one of the biggest pieces of shit you out know, there. like meanies out there he, he, he sucks but i don't want to get into politics on this podcast because we can go for a very long time oh t- but ted cruz played basketball once against uh i don't want to talk about ted cruz who who did he play who did he play against? i really don't want to talk he about did that. a one-on-one against somebody who was it it was jimmy kimmel i think or something and he but ted cruz dominated though i think like he won like 11 2 or something i don't care <laughs> i really don't he can all, ball all i want to next say podcast is, is me you Brittany, and, and teddy this anti-vaxxer <laughs> shit is ridiculous um Kyrie could Kyrie, Andrew Wiggins, uh, Michael Porter Jr., Jonathan Isaac, Bradley Beal. It's it's ridiculous. I don't know what else to say. Uh, you deserve any punishment that goes to you because you don't get vaccinated, whether it's retirement, um, suspension. Retirement? Uh, Kyrie Irving, I mean, it's not. Do you out think of the, the league could make them retire? No, but I think uh, they could say you can't play if you're not vaccinated, and then some players choose to retire instead. That's that'd be that'd be that'd be that'd be like awesome. Like yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I want the league to do that, but it's the players' association that's holding it back. I know the league, uh, the players are up to ninety-five percent vaccinated. It should be one hundred percent. Should have been one hundred percent four months ago. I know I've dominated the mic on this issue. So if you want to say something, you want yeah, to. like I agree with everything, but like there is like a actually a big part of me that just thinks the whole thing is hilarious and like kind of enjoys the story like obviously like because it's so it's so obvious like common sense to say like obviously you should get vaccinated so i'm just enjoying all of because i mean how boring would it be i mean i'm sure there'd be other stories that people would focus on yeah like if like everybody just got vaccinated right away and there was no drama because like Kyrie, i'm starting to not like not dislike Kyrie just because I think it's now it's now turned into like more of a humor aspect of how like not how stupid he is even though this in this scenario he is stupid but just like I I admire the confidence and the stubbornness to to, to like the things that he has to say but uh yeah he should get vaccinated uh I'm just gonna say because he voiced his opinion to me already you should be very careful with how you word that that sentiment um because it can be construed as I like Kyrie more now that he's not getting vaccinated no the vaccinated I know that's thing, not what you're saying no like the vaccinated sure. thing like I don't know if you saw but I went to his Twitter and like I retweeted some things about Kyrie like what I he said but like the vaccine thing he should get vaccinated all the players who aren't vaccinated should obviously get vaccinated but it, it it changed my perspective to the other stuff and made me realize okay like he's it's actually like like i kind of do admire the like the like i don't i don't care at all attitude but like it was it's kind of weird because i i, I get what you're yeah. saying i just want to make sure that the listeners understand that you are anti-vax you want to i'm not vaccinated. i'm not vaccinated <laughs> That is also a joke. <clears throat> no, I had to be vaccinated. To, but if I, if I wasn't in college, no, I still would have got vaccinated. I, I, I'm vaccinated. I would have, you know, I, there was, I never for, for a second thought about not getting it. So past the topic vaccination, now that we've officially made our stances clear and fully clear. And you're vaccinated. I got vaccinated and, the moment I could. And Brittany, you're vaccinated. I would hope so. But we don't know. Oh, she is. Oh, she is. 
I can't lip read that very well. Yes. Okay. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Well, now that we are past the Ben Simmons uh, subject and the vaccination subject, too, that I'm not a big fan of, um, and Dylan has really knocked himself out with this Britney Spears bit. He's laughing in the corner. He's mute, muted his own mic. But I think now it's time to get into the meat and potatoes so of this episode. <laughs> That's why I brought a coffee with me, buddy. Um, is our predictions for the awards for the season. Um, we wanted to, I don't think any moves are going to happen over the next three weeks that are going to impact this. So I think it's uh, safe to sort of make our calls here. But why don't we save uh, MVP for last since it's the most interesting one? Yeah, can we do defensive play of the year first? Because that one's so boring. Yeah, for sure. I actually think that's kind of interesting. Okay, but... well, I'm going to let you talk about it because honestly, like whenever we do these award predictions, I got the defensive play of the year. I'm like, I don't care who wins this award whatsoever. Just like, it's just like, it's it's going to be one of the people like that's obviously going to be in the contention, right? Because like during the season, how often do you think about who's going to win defensive player of the year? A lot. <laughs> I, I think it's kind of a cool award. I never think about defensive player of the year. Like I just, I I'm like watching. Good defense. Yeah, I know. I, I like, I love good defense, but like, there's so no like Hakeem Olajuwon is my favorite player of all time. I know. I've seen. I've seen your jersey. Yeah, it, like it, it's hanging up right now okay. in my room. All right. You, well, do you see that? I did. I got my jerseys. Like that took me like forty five minutes. I, I know. You you put up a whole video on Twitter once you did. It was very funny. No, but like yeah, like like then, but like I didn't. I didn't post a video of me like pushing the like the the tacks into the wall. Yeah. The, the wall was was very unrelenting and like it did not want the tax to be in there and i honestly think it could be a violation of the bu room code i think that is you should but the holes hooks. the holes are so small that the command hooks well i, I had tax like from home so i didn't have any command hooks to bring target but yeah but i we're already getting off topic we're getting off topic. i already had the tax like I, i've already purchased them beforehand for several for a different projects so. i don't know why we're talking about tax right now with hakeem olajuwon i love good defense i just don't care who the best defender is that's fine that's fine well then i'll go first i'll say who i think is going to win there's runner. a lot of anti-guard bias in the defensive player there is of the a year. lot of anti-guard bias but also i i think there is some credence to that just because the big man is the most important defensive role on the floor um a perimeter defender is that's, great. that's anti-guard bias but it's also objective fact. I mean, objective uh, fact. That it sounds I mean, it, that sounds a lot to me like anti-guard bias. Look, the reason that Ben Simmons <laughs> didn't win Defensive Player of the Year last year is because a perimeter defender can shut down one or two players. But most, most the highest percentage shots are always taken at the rim, and a team has the best defense if their defender can alter as many of those shots. As possible. Look, if guards were allowed to just like just stand near the paint and not even move, and they could do the same thing as centers. All, all players have a defensive three-second rule. I know, but like guards have to like be out, be out like over the, like the three-point line. Yeah, that's their job. That's so, why no, the big can just like important. tiptoe and like kind of go back and forth between the paint. Yeah, but inherently because of their position, they're the most important. I'm so, just trying to stand up for the guards because I mean, fellow guard in action right well, there. Well, I'll, I'll go with my who I think is going to win this year. Okay. I think it's going to be Anthony Davis. He's bulked up a lot over the offseason. They're going to be a defensive-minded team, I think, and they're going to rely a lot on him over the regular season just because LeBron is in year 19. Westbrook is slowing down himself, in my opinion. Uh, so I think that um, as they their defense, their identity in their championship year was defense, and that revolved around him and LeBron putting effort in on defense. And I think LeBron will do that in the playoffs, but I think they will 
rely heavily on Anthony Davis because he's clearly their best defensive player. And I think if he stays healthy um, with the whole buzz around the team, I think they'll do very well in the, in the regular season. I think he'll run away with it. I actually forgot about Anthony Davis when I was thinking of people who might win, but now I'm going to switch my pick. Yeah. To because I actually agree with that pick a lot. I had yeah. Trevor Ariza initially for my winner, but uh, no, I had the, on the same team. I know I, that was a joke. Okay. But uh, yeah, I had like Giannis Gobert and B Miles Turner, like all the boring centers that, yeah. and, like whatever. But yeah, I, th- I think Anthony Davis is a good pick. Yeah, and my runner-up. Uh, I know this is kind of unlikely. First, I just want to go on the record. I think with the way the playoffs went, I don't think anyone's going to give Rudy Gobert. Um, the first place uh, vote for defensive player of the year, no matter how well he does. I think uh, the runner-up could be Bam Adebayo. Uh, the Heat are going to focus on the defensive identity, um, and he's the centerpiece of that. And I think if they really click, I have some hesitancies about how they will do. But if that team clicks, I could see him making a really good run for it because he came in third last year. Yeah. I remember before the season last year, uh, he was the guy I picked to win. So yeah, I mean, hey, he could do it. <clears throat> uh, Brittany also had Bam Adebayo to win Defensive Player of the Year. Oh, look at her! I like her style. All right, which one do you want to do next? <laughs> Let's go uh, Sixth Man of the Year. Okay. Which honestly is so hard to predict before the season because really of all the hard. rotations. Yeah. But uh, I was just thinking of like random people off the bench, so I picked Campaign to win Sixth Man of the Year. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, do you? I'm campaigning for. Uh, Cameron Payne to win six men. I I could see him making a run for it. Honestly, they they signed Alfred Payton, but I don't. I don't like think Phoenix has basically kept the exact same team from and the finals. And they added Javale McGee too. Uh, that, that, that's 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 probably nothing. Well, yeah, but their their main issue last year in the finals was that they didn't have enough size. Yes, yeah, and Cyrus got hurt. Yeah, is, is he still on the team? He is still on the team. Okay. Yes, I believe so. But I mean, hey, any any more minutes where Frank Kaminsky isn't playing is honestly. He had a good uh, game six, though. He had a couple moments, I remember. He drained a three or something. Yeah, because they were leaving him alone. He was so bad. The rest but he, 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 he nailed it down, though. That's true. They still lost. Yeah. Well, probably because, uh, no, it wasn't because it wasn't because of Kaminsky, though. Probably all the eight minutes that they, they were taking away from Big Frank. All right, we we may get into this debate next week, but I do not agree with Aiden Slander. I'm but, just a huge like white center fan across the league, just in general. You really need to work on your phrasing, my guy. <laughs> you really need to watch your phrasing. No, like I know, I, I know I, you're being. It, it isn't. I, I don't like. I don't have them like like supremely above everybody else, but like I just, I just as your friend and your co-host, you should watch your word. No, I was on purpose. I'm. But my my pick, I it you're, you're correct. It is really hard. Uh, I went honestly. They kept this pretty much the same roster. I think there's a good chance he could repeat. I think Jordan Clarkson might take it again. Yeah, uh, is Lou Williams on a team this year? He's on the Hawks still. Okay, so like he's he's a contender. He's a contender, but Kevin Herter is also going to come off the bench. I just think there's so Kevin Herter could be a contender. Well, that's the thing is I th- I Her just think tender. there's too many uh off there's too much offensive firepower on that bench that I think I think the Hawks are going to be uh, very good this season. Oh, me too. Well, we'll we'll get into that next week. But I'm a big fan of them. like yeah, like I was going through the rosters kind of in my head just to yeah. just to prepare and like I think Atlanta's could be like 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 second in the they're going to be really fun. I've been rewatching Hawks playoff games uh, this offseason because they were my favorite team to watch in the, in the postseason. They're they're going to be fun. I'm finally like completely on the Trey Young is awesome. Oh train. yeah, oh yeah. He he completely the won playoffs. Me over the playoffs. Yeah, the playoffs really sealed it. But 
my runner-up, I had Derrick Rose. I think he had a still on the Knicks, right? Still on the Knicks. Uh, they have a pretty good guard rotation, but outside of him on the bench, it's him and Emmanuel quickly on the bench. He was one of their best players in the in the playoffs, and, and, I, and like 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 the uh, like the end of the regular season too. Yeah, I and he has enough <clears throat> general goodwill with the fan base community, whatever. None with me, but in in general. Oh, because of like yes. the legal stuff. Yeah. Um, if if you want to know what I'm talking about, look it up. I, it's not something I want to talk about on air. Yeah, I kind of remember. Um, but I, he has a very good case to take the award, and I think the Knicks could also do very well this season, uh, and he could be a big part of that. Okay, you can pick the next one. All right. I want to do most improved player of the year. That's going to be fun. Yeah, this one, like, is another hard one. So I just, I honestly kind of picked just a random player in the league. Which he like, I picked Marvin Bagley as the most improved player. Oh Jesus Christ! I'm just I'm I'm taking a long shot pick. Like you, do you ever like whenever the, the uh like the uh the uh, Kentucky Derby happens and like do you ever like try to pick the horse that's gonna win? I'm not a betting man. No, just like just like you don't actually put any money down, but you just try to pick a horse. Uh yeah sure. So you never have done that. No, never. but like. For the sake of the, sometimes, the sake. sometimes you just pick the horse that like is all the way at the bottom. It's like two hundred to one. Like probably has like three legs and is probably like a cow. It's not even a horse. Hey, it's a very ballsy pick. <laughs> I respect the ballsiness. I wanted to pick someone on the Celtics, but I don't think that there's a prime candidate. I, I, I don't. I I will get into the Celtics. I'm a big fan of their roster. Me but too. I don't. I don't think there's any most improved player kind of stuff. Yeah, like I wanted to pick like Jason Tatum to go up. Like he already did that. Yeah, he's he's he already made his and Jalen Brown too had his had his most improved. Jalen Brown had his like jump last season, and Jason Tatum was the year before. I I I don't think either of them will win most improved. Robert Williams though, Uh, he he's just not he's just I I wish he could just play like forty minutes a game. I have two picks that I feel really good about for most improved player. One less now that I know he's not vaccinated yet, but Michael Porter Jr. Uh, just got a massive contract, well deserved because of how well uh, because of how good of a player he is. I've been a big fan of Michael Porter Jr.'s game. Uh, I still think his approach, uh, general defensive stuff, needs work, but he's one of the more lethal offensive players out there. Uh, he'll have a much bigger role this season now that Jamal Murray is going to miss the start of the season. Uh, again, he has. One of the best passers, if not the best passer in the league, teeing him up every game. Uh, I think he could make a massive leap, and he has all-star potential this year. Uh, and my other pick is Darius Garland. I'm a big Darius Garland guy. I watched a lot of the Olympics, and he did really well there. And I think he has the chance to take a leap himself. Uh, it seems like the Cavs aren't the biggest Colin Sexton fans. So I could see them potentially either moving him in a Ben Simmons deal, moving him in a deal in general, or just putting him on the bench. And I think Darius Garland could take over with the with the firepower for lob threats like Mobley and Allen, uh, Okoro on the wing. I just think he's going to have a great season, and I think he's going to surprise a lot of people. And also Steph Curry, um, he's his favorite young player, and I trust Steph Curry's player. All right. Yeah, like I definitely would support that endorsement, but uh, or like appreciate if I was Darius Garland. Yeah. Getting that call out from, you know, Steph Curry. Cavaliers, though, honestly, probably my my 30 out of 30th, like 30th out of 30 teams, like 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 least watched across the league. 
Oh, I haven't watched a lot, but that's going to change this year. I'm a big Mobley so. guy. I'm a big Allen guy, and I like Darius Garland a lot. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder how that Evan Mobley, Jared Allen thing is going to work. Like, I've I've been I've been wor- I've been wondering about that myself. Uh, when you're a team in Cleveland's position, obviously, and they Kevin Love still on the roster too. Um, when you have, when you have a team uh, with in their general situation, you draft for talent. And I think he was the best player on the board, but I am kind of curious as to the fit. I thought they needed more yeah, wing Jared kick. Allen's still young too. I really like Jared Allen. He, he's a good center. I, he's not an elite center, but he's definitely not a bad one. I would say he's very good. Um, Mobley, I could, Mobley has superstar potential to me. I really love Mobley. He was awesome uh, in college and, and awesome during the NCAA tournament. Yeah. Um, and I would love to see him play and love to see if he gets some chemistry going with Garland. I think he could try, like, they could try to go Anthony Davis power forward with him. Hey, if anyone, if any young prospect can do it, I would love to see him pull it off. <clears throat> All right. Yeah. You, you want to go do, I guess, year? rookie of the year is a good transition into that. Even do we want to get coach of the year out of the way first? No, I think coach of the year is a really good, like, silver because the coach of the year, like, every year, just down to the wire. It's so exciting. So I kind of want to save that. This past year, it was exciting. Really? We had, Who even won? I don't even remember. Uh, it was uh, it was uh, Tom Thibodeau. But we had a big oh, debate yeah. for like 20 minutes about Tom Thibodeau or Monty Williams. And I said Monty Williams, and you said Thibodeau. I said Monty Williams. Then I said Thibodeau. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, time flies, you know. I mean, Monty Williams still should have won because, they, I mean, they made the final. So. Yeah, that's true. Well, let's not bring that debate back up. But rookie of the year, who do you have? I picked Cade Cunningham to win. So did I. Uh, number one factor is he's really good. He's number two good. factor is the Pistons are not that great, so he's he could he could he he's gonna be their best player, like Jeremy Grant and him. I just want to say, I'm hopping on Pistons Island. Yeah, yeah, you told me that like a, a couple months ago. I don't think they're gonna make the play-in tournament, but I think they're gonna be this year's Hornets, in that a lot of people don't really know, don't really care about them, and then within a month of the season starting, I think a lot of people are gonna be watching those games. Well, if you remember, I was high on the Pistons bandwagon last before last season, uh, because they signed Mason Plumley. But this year, you know, you know who they signed, right? Who they signed? Kelly Olynyk is on the roster. So imagine, hey. imagine the Cade Cunningham, the Kelly Olynyk yes. lob, lob. It's going to happen. That. Dwayne Casey said they're going to do 60-40 with roll and pop for the pick and roll stuff with him. Kelly Olynyk is going to tear up Detroit this season. I'm just saying, Pistons. They have Motown we'll get, is back. We'll, we'll get into this next week. They have a really bad bench, which is why they're not going to make a push. But I'm a big Cade Cunningham guy, big Sadiq Bay guy. I like Jeremy Grant. I'm not a big fan of his. Isaiah Stewart is going to surprise a lot of people this year, and Kelly Olynyk is a legitimately good player who can shoot no, really well from three. He is a legitimate. Fringe superstar. Okay, we're not good. I know Did you see his numbers on the I, Rockets. It, it was insane. All I'm saying is the Pistons are going to surprise a lot of people this year, and I'm and I'm jumping on that bandwagon right now. I'm hopping on a couple <laughs> islands. Me and you right now, just pinky yes. promise the pinky Pistons. Promise the Pistons. Pistons. The Pistons pinky promise. We're both on the bandwagon this Pistons year. Pistons and Darius Garland are two islands I'm hopping on right now. Another one, Miles Bridges. I honestly have maybe seen. 11 minutes of Darius Garland playing basketball in my entire history of watching him play. I'm just saying, making some statements right now before the season starts. Pistons. Fans of there. Pistons, Darius Garland, I'm there. And Miles Bridges. He was great. He was great. Uh, I I don't want to jump the gun or anything, but Brittany had uh, Kelly Olenek for MVP. So Interesting. Yeah, bold pick. But, like, I honestly had Olenek, like, sixth, so... 
Well, let's 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 get coach of the year out of the way before uh so before we get to my the- coach to of the year and MVPs are actually very very much linked together. Interesting. Uh coach of the year I had Steve Nash. I also had Steve Nash. I think this is this is the Nets. I, I think it is. I think James Harden, this was sort of an outlier health year because of a lot of a lot of players had an outlier health year. Um and I think Luka Doncic, another one. Um I actually he now think, knows when the season started. He's going to come in on shape. I've seen pictures. You of him. He's so, in shape. Okay. Like he's like he's like rock solid abs. I mean, if well, there's a picture. Um, there's something that's been going around of a picture of him in media day last year compared to this year, and it's striking. He's like really toned now. Yeah, I mean, I I I said this a lot last year. He started off really badly because he didn't know when the season would start. That's on him, but it's an explanation as to why he had a slow start. Once he picked up MVP level, and he's at that level right now. I know. Um, but yeah, I mean, Kevin Durant, James Harden, I'm sure they're locked in on health. They have a really awesome roster. If Kyrie gets vaccinated, he's going to whole season. I saw that KD is going to make him get vaccinated, which is like, honestly, such a baller move from KD. Just like, like, like carry him, like, like in the stroller to the hospital to get vaccinated. I mean, yeah. And uh, honestly, if they're healthy, they're the best team in the league. I'm sorry. I want LeBron to win one more before he retires. Why? Because I want him to. Okay, he doesn't need anything he, else. He's he's the superstar of our generation. I want I want he, to be the able bubble. To say no, as as LeBron's legacy is winning the bubble finals. We're it's not his... having a LeBron debate. Right now. We're not. We can get into that later. But I agree with you. If the Nets stay healthy, I think Steve Nash runs away with it. Well, that is something that that our LeBron has over Michael Jordan is. Michael Jordan never won a, a bubble finals. So 1-0 for that, for LeBron. I don't know what you want me to say. I, well, who can, do you think is going to be runner-up? Or who, who is another person that you think could win? Um, Coach of the year. Ime Udoka. Honestly, like, yeah. If, if the Celtics just, like, if the Celtics are, like, second or third in the East and just, just like... At Even least, fourth. Even for that, like they had a, they had a real, they were a really weak six seed last year. Like they were a six seed that seven seed. Remember the play in seven versus eight? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For some reason, I thought the Nets were second and the Bucks were third. Which honestly, I don't think it's that much of a stretch that the Celtics could be the Celtics, if everything goes right, could be second in the East this year. Yes. And we'll, we'll, I would say max third, but we'll get into this whole debate next week. Well, like I just want to think about it. Like Brooklyn is obviously the the, the front runner. I would put Brooklyn and Milwaukee, oh, and yeah, Milwaukee. above Boston. Yeah, no matter what happens, just because. You're probably right. But I mean, hey, Celtics one seed though. If everything goes right and they get the third seed, uh, I've loved the all of everything I've seen in training camp from Emei Udoka. All of the quotes. Um, he got COVID though. Yeah, but I mean, tough. It, it is tough. Um, the Celtics had awful COVID luck. Um, and the Red Sox. Oh. Yeah, well, this isn't a baseball podcast, but um, even though go Sox, go Dodgers. Um, but yes, I Ime Adoka, the whole story, him coming in first season. If the Celtics go the USA basketball, yeah, uh, and yeah, uh, like a kind of a pathetic seven seed last year. Oh, like we really hated embarrassingly embarrassing seven seed. If we have like a everything goes right third seed kind of season, he'll be on the ballot either way. My second thing was Mike Bonolzer. I don't know if people will vote for him, but uh, I could see the Bucks having a really good season this year. Yeah, I don't think they'll go 100% in the regular season, but I think I, they finally figured out a format that works for them. And I think if they stick to that, Giannis could have another MVP campaign. 
I think Bucks Nets building off of the games in the regular season last year in the playoff series could be could be like a new epic rivalry oh, for the next few years. One hundred percent. I'm trying to get tickets to watch them in Brooklyn. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's going to be an awesome, awesome matchup. But yeah, I, I, why don't we get to the big ticket item, most most yeah. valuable player? I had Kevin Durant as the MVP. Interesting. I think. I wonder if that'd be like a record from for like most years in between two MVPs because he won in, I think, 2011. So that'd be, that'd be like 2014. Oh, really? Derek Rose is 2011. Okay, 2014. Like, so I guess eight years wouldn't be I think a ton. Kareem probably has that. Oh, yeah, he won it in like 70, like 1970. Bill Russell something. might have also gotten that too. Well, Bill Russell only played for like 13 years. Yeah, so 14 years. Okay, that was kind of scary. Well, eleven championships in thirteen years, and then but, he retired. I, mean, I, I knew Britney Spears' birthday in six seconds. So, by the way, Chance the Rapper's birthday, April sixteenth, nineteen eighty nine. Oh, really? No, nineteen ninety. Nineteen ninety. You big Chance guy? Yeah. I didn't know that. I'm a massive Chance guy. I got a Chance poster. Yeah. All right, we'll talk about this off air. But I, you won't like me for this. I, Kevin Durant was on my ballot. Personally, I think the person who could win is Joel Embiid. I think he he built up enough of. I think especially if Ben Simmons does not play for them, he could just tear it up. Exactly. If Ben Simmons isn't there, I think he could go on a real streak. Um, he was really. Fr- I'm sure he's really frustrated after the past couple uh, postseason losses. And I think if this is finally his time, where the team is just his, he's surrounded by a lot of shooters. I think Max he could have a good season. I could see him just focusing on staying healthy and just tearing through the league. And I think with the story, people would go with it. People wanted to give it to him last year. Exactly. Exactly. We back. Exactly. We back. He could. He was going to win it last year. He was going to win it last year before he got injured. Even with Jokic, yeah, even with Jokic playing great. And I think he could really take it. Runner-up for me. I'm sorry. I got to say Luca. I had Embiid runner-up, actually. Nice. I'm 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 proud. It's just like objectivity. He's he's my least favorite superstar and maybe yeah. even player to watch in the league. Yeah. But it's just like but damn is he good at basketball? No. He's he just I just recognize that other people think he's really good. So I'm gonna put him where where okay. I where he like he pretty much should be. But uh like I would never want to play on his team ever. Interesting. I know that, but outside of I would talk to him though, I, I talked to him off the court. But on the court, like I've played with people like that, all they do is just complain the entire game about contact and act like it's one versus five the whole whole time. Like I'm looking at someone right now who, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I think Kevin Durant is a solid pick, but with the fact that James Harden and Kyrie are on the team, we saw this when he was in Golden State. I don't really see them giving it to him uh, with those other players on his roster. And honestly, when they were both playing on the same team, James Harden made a better MVP case than him. All right. Well, I'm just putting all my chips on Brooklyn. That's fair. I, so, I think a player from Brooklyn I just think could like be on the ballot. Brooklyn could go like 69 and 13 or whatever, oh, no and just like there. win Coach of the Year, like get like first, like Harden Durant on the first. Patty team. Mills could win Sixth Man of the Year. Bruce Brown could win Defensive Player. I, like of the year. I was hyped for Brooklyn, and you just mentioned Patty Mills, and I'm like, whatever. <laughs> like, who cares about this? Who cares about Patty Mills? I think Aldridge uh, is back. I was I was reading about that today. I know. I'm really happy he's back and that he's cleared health wise and everything. And they still have Blake Griffin. So they still have Blake Griffin. That's kind of uh and Nick Laxton. Don't forget about that guy. They got a lot of players. But yeah, I think Luca could also make a push. I had Luca fourth behind Jokic. Oh, beautiful, beautiful ballot. I had five, yeah. Then I had Giannis. Then then Olenek. 
Well, I only did three, but I did Embiid, Luca, then Kevin Durant. Um, I have Olenek, then Tatum, then John Morant, and then uh, then freaking uh, Dennis Schroeder. <laughs> I could also see Steph Curry making a push. Oh yeah, I'm gonna year. I'm gonna go no, no, uh, no Tatum. I'm gonna put Curry there instead. I think I think that's a good call. But um, what do you think about the Luca case? Uh, I'm not a big Luca fan or a big Mavericks fan, so I'm not rooting for him to do well. Yeah. But I just heard about like his tone now, like he's in shape. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's only a matter of time before he wins one. So. Yeah, I mean, if you look at his stats last year, after um, a month into the season, once once he got the groove under him, I mean, the stats he was putting up, I think it was almost thirty point triple double. Oh yeah, um, like his, his almost forty percent. He, he puts three. up the craziest stat lines. Him and Westbrook. It's ridiculous. But the thing is, is that his stat lines like. Part part of the issue with him is that he puts too much effort in at the start of the game, so he sorts that sort of starts to evolve near the fourth quarter, which is what happened in the Clippers series. But the man is absolutely insane offensively, and he <clears throat> does not not show up. Like he, he will show up. So look, he's always going to put up like 30, 12, and like eight at least. Yeah, I think what needs. What if he averaged? Actually, I'm going to look it up. Check. I don't. I what needs to happen for the Mavericks to really do well this season is for him to trust his teammates. And that means his teammates need to start hitting shots. This needs to be Kristaps uh, bounce back season. Tim Hardaway needs to play well. Reggie Bullock needs to play well. Dwight Powell needs to play well. Maxi Kleber needs to play well. Jalen Brunson needs to play well. If the team around him plays well and executes, this could realistically be a one or two seed. And I will stand by that completely. So his last year, he averaged 27, eight and almost nine assists per game mm. for his career he's 25.7 8.4 7.7 it's ridiculous and i don't know how easy you can do it on your phone but if you can get his stats from after like a month into the season i can go on the mic for a little bit while you're pulling that up yeah if you want to if, if you want to do that i can i because luca is a little bit to me like guard Embiid, just like Embiid has a better team and like Embiid is a lot worse about the complaining but luca does have a little bit of that yeah. dna and luca needs to work on that for sure. and like the whole thing about trusting his teammates yeah, I can understand. I can't really blame him for that. Honestly. I can understand when when Porzingis has been a stiff ever since he got to Dallas, like most of the time. Yeah, and then Brunson and like Hardaway, and I do think at this point the Mavericks need to figure out just putting someone who like makes makes like just like some like another top fifteen player in the league with Luca. I, I don't know who it would be like it's it's obviously like so much easier to just say that than actually go and get somebody, but. Uh, like at this point, like you kind of can't really blame Luca because as soon as he got to the Mavericks, they've they've barely changed any of their roster and like made it any better. So like I kind of like can't blame him for being mad at this point. Like at least now that he has a new coach, which I would assume he likes better than Rick Carlisle because like watching some of the Mavericks games, like it was pretty clear that Rick Carlisle was not a huge like fan of Luka Doncic's personality. So no, he really wasn't. Yeah, I don't know what was going on there, but I think honestly it might be. It might be better than now that he's gone. Yeah, I mean, Jason, Jason Kidd. Like everybody Thompson. knows how awesome Jason Kidd is. It's like a, it's like a just an individual. So we'll see. Oh, yeah. I forgot about the Jason Kidd. Thing. Yeah, he, he, oh, my God. So I mean, I don't know how that's going to work, but like I'm now doubting what I said before. You, you can't, you Look can't. Up Jason Kidd as well. If you want yeah. to know why we're not a fan of his? There was an article that came out uh, three yeah. weeks or so ago that just detailed uh, some of the really shitty stuff that he did in Milwaukee and. I do not feel good for the uh, Mavericks. Yeah, so th- those uh, those Jason Kidd against Chauncey Billups games are going to be something to behold. Oh, God. 
Well, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I hope for the best for those teams, but it's it's really looking like a, they could do very well. They could do very well, depending on how Luca plays. And yeah. his team needs to pick up behind him. Uh, so I have his uh, playoff numbers for this past season. Ridiculous. And it's absurd. 35 and a half points a game, 10 and a half assists a game, eight rebounds a game, 1.3 steals a game on 50% from the field and 41% from three. That is historical numbers. I think he has the highest points per game in playoff history or what or top. Three. Yeah. Just crazy. Cause when he came into the league, he was so good. And now he's just going to be this good for like, what, at least, at least 15 I don't know. years. Like he could legit just be this good for like, 10, it must be years. boring to him a lot of the time. I think so. I mean, he came into the league and said, it's so much easier to score here than where I came from. And it's right. We, we, we saw this with the Olympics, but he is... Well, basketball is going to change. Like, I'm not going to guarantee that it's going to be awesome, but it just... Well, they, they changed those uh, unnatural movement things to be offensive fouls now. Oh, that's good. Yeah, they, they announced that yesterday or uh, today. I like that. Massive, massive uh, win for the league. Yeah. Um, oh, that, those are so annoying. Oh, 100%. And Luca was doing them too. Trey was doing them too. But... Yeah, Kemba. Yeah, yeah. But hey, Damian Lillard. That's changed. Do you have uh, all NBA predictions? No, but I think Tatum is going to make it second team. I also think Tatum is going to make it second team. I think he. Oh, uh, I can't! I can't season. wait for the Celtics to be playing every other night I know, again. I, know. I feel like I say I that every it. season. But I like, know, but this especially season... after last season. Oh. Me and you got to watch some games, brother. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. I got a single this year, so I got I got plenty of space. Ooh. Opening night. Opening, Opening night. night. Who are they playing? I don't actually know. They might be playing. Guess, guess. I'm guessing the Bucks. I'm gonna say Thunder. Well, no way they're playing the Thunder. Why not? No. Bucks were last year. Okay, probably the Nets. Uh, Knicks. Knicks. October twentieth. That'll be fun. Which is uh, which is a Wednesday. Uh, yeah, it's twenty. So the so 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 the season does start a day before that Thursday. So we'll figure it out. But yeah. Uh. I don't know. I think those are all the major. Oh, they're actually playing at the Fit Rec. Well, Jimmy Butler. Uh, oh yeah, I saw. I saw Hannah's picture. Was was she there? I don't. I actually don't know. I haven't gotten a chance to ask her. Um, I would. I would. Was assume, she the one who took the picture? I I think it's, it's it's it could be likely that she was the one who took the picture. Wow. Okay. Well, I need to ask her then. Yeah. But do you have anything else you, uh, you want to cover before we? Uh, yeah, I just have one one thing at the side. Go Red Sox tonight. It's a big game. Uh, they're they're really hanging on to that second wild card, so I really need some yeah. good energy uh, heading towards Baltimore, Maryland today. Yeah, yeah, I know it must uh, must be hard to not have a good team. You guys are the for the first wild card in the NL, so <laughs> we'll win it anyway. Go Dodgers! Uh, great to hop on the mic again with you. It's been too long. Uh, we'll be back next week with our Eastern Conference uh, standings predictions. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to it, actually. Bunch for of Celtics talk. For the first time, I'm looking forward to doing a podcast with you guys. You, you always was, know how to warm my heart. It was great to have Brittany here for her first appearance Our special on the guest. Our first, our first special guest in person. Yeah, it's first, first ever on celebrity pod. on the podcast. All right. Well, we'll see you all uh, this time next Thursday. Uh, I actually don't know when we release these technically, so probably not this time next Thursday, but... Have a good week and yeah, see you around.